Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Good. Okay, we'll check the levels after you eat your nut. Cashews today? Almonds? What are we doing today? Oh, wow. Wow. Someone is just, it's not even payday. I know. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Look at you. Levels. Levels are good. Jeremy levels. Levels are good. Okay. So you, in the foot of your stocking, you had an orange and nuts. Yes, I did. I My um, my Santa. Your Santa would be- My Santa would put in a mandarin orange in the green wrapped paper, yeah, in the green right. paper. Leave that in there for sure. And a few nuts, like maybe a walnut. Like just fresh in there? Fresh, yeah, like like with the shells on and everything. Just oh, like okay, a with few, the shells on. Yeah, exactly. Or like and thrown so then, in there willy-nilly? Willy-nilly, and then you got to go down right to the bottom of the stocking to get the nuts yeah, yeah. and then you crack them with the nutcracker oh fine mm-hmm. yeah it was like the only time my folks ever brought out the nutcracker and the nutcrack nuts would be yep. over the holidays yep. most of the time they're like no we'll let the factory do that for you but yeah. at christmas <laughs> but they're at like christmas, earn it children you do it yourself and That's it was right. way funner the nuts just taste better mm. oh yeah i know there's and then you have to like dig them out there's a little pick we had a little yeah. pick thing That's to get to all the little bits of anyway where are um, we at here? 82. Look at yeah. this guy. Hey, this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. Hey, I'm Jeremy. What's this up? This is episode 82, Big in Japan. Our audio table of contents. Audio table of contents. We will, uh, later on in the podcast, we will be talking about the English Bay Barge. And we never quite know at this point whether it's going to just leave us on a whim. We thought maybe today was going to be the day, but uh, we got a... A live-action news report from Sunset Beach that gave us all the details on that. So the barge is still in place in English Bay. I will also be talking about Japanese oranges, or Mandarin oranges, as some people like to call them. Or is it Sumatra? Satsuma? Satsuma, that's it. Sumatra is an island, but also coffee, delicious. (laughs) Exactly. Satsuma oranges. There's oranges there, though. It's tropical. Yeah, maybe. But the oranges that we traditionally get here in the Metro Vancouver, Vancouver Island area, they... They have a story, and there is a long history. Well, not really all that long, but, you know, it's a cool story about how these oranges have become a thing in our part of the country. And so we'll talk about that. Uh, But first, we have a speedwalker turned politician. He speedwalked right into our hearts. That's Mother Mother, sick of the silence. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy, 637. We've got a Olympian running for local government. Yeah, town councilor in Richmond. Go for it, Evan Dumpy. Just walking our way into our hearts and into a town council seat. <laughs> Probably. I well, mean, who knows? Yes, I don't know what his politics are. Exactly. And and he's announced that, yes, he is throwing his hat in the ring. He is running. So we don't know if he will actually uh, get into city council. But... I don't know how you live in Richmond and not vote for him, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible. I mean, the guy, he was so far back, but then he stormed over to the, get the bronze medal and walk him. And that's like, right on, man. Oh, and that's incredible. I'd be watching the Speedwalkers, Evan Dunphy, walk. It's such control because 
I always find when I'm speed walking, the I just want to run. I just it's like oh god, it's like you're holding yourself back, and you're like no, I gotta. Well, you're not an Olympian. I know, right? I'm not Evan Dunphy. Evan. I can't do that. I can't Discipline. do that. I don't, yes, it's true. Uh, so he was uh, hanging out with our bud Mo Amir the other day, and I guess that's when he made the announcement. Was on uh, uh, Mo's uh, Van Color uh, TV show. Then over the pandemic, I kind of fell in love with uh, municipal politics. The city of Richmond started putting uh, all their stuff online. And I started watching. And so you're running for I city fell council? In love with Is that. this what and, you're doing? You know, I've walked my city more than, than anybody else. I think <laughs> I have a unique lens um, as, a, as a pedestrian. And I, I think that that lens would be well suited to city politics. So I'm, I'm throwing my hat in the ring and I'm yeah running for city this council next year. This is huge. It is huge. Also, nobody loves municipal politics. And Evan fell in love with it. I'm like, that's the one guy passionate about civic politics. Sign them up. Have them run every town. Pure morning. We are living it, Jeremy. We live pure mornings every morning. That's placebo. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I saw those guys 100 years ago with Stabbing Westward. It was so good. Oh, great. At one of those missing nightclubs that we were talking about earlier. I think it was oh. Rage. Oh, God. Does that Rage. still exist? There's got to be a hole there or something. Uh, well, no, it's there, but it's not functional. So it's there. Well, yeah, but but it's not open. Like, it's shut down. I know. The, the building the, is I just, there. I'm just happy it's there. I know. Physically. If it's there, there's, there's hope. a chance. There's a chance that something could it's like come back. like the cobalt exists. It's yeah. empty, but, but it's it exists. There. Exactly. It's not uh, like love affair that was smashed. Nice. And built on top of. Good morning. The Hello. early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 720. Let's deep dive oranges. Hell Yeah. Let's do it. It is Japanese orange season, or at least that's what it used to be at this yeah, time of year. Yeah, when you told me that, you were like, it's Japanese orange season. I was like, what is a Japanese orange? Because we commonly now call them Mandarin oranges. Or if you, they come from California, they're cuties. Yeah, right? But when we were kids, yep. Jeremy, you and I were talking about how I remember when it got to the end of November, it became Japanese or Mandarin orange Mandar season. Yeah, Mandarin yeah I remember I, when I was a kid, I, we would call them Mandarin oranges. But it was Mandarin orange season. And you only got them this time of year. And, you know, you'd get a box at the grocery store or whatever, you know, like a little crate. Yeah. Whatever. Cardboard box of them. And then <laughs> you'd eat them up over the holidays. But now I'm deep diving this. Scout magazine has an article all in about these oranges specifically. Now we get these kinds of oranges all year round. Yeah, like so, you said, from California, they're called cuties. They're exactly. just, you can get them all the time. Yeah, so you, it, we don't have this season anymore, but it used to be a really special thing here in Vancouver. We would get them from originally these mandarin oranges that were from china we got them from japan they came through japan yes that's why they were called japanese oranges exactly okay. because uh people were getting them from their family members in japan in the late 1800s early 1900s as you know like here far away family member have some of these oranges a local treat you remember from the old country yes. exactly awesome and, and then it became uh their demand grew for them here as more people tried them like these are delicious and then more of them were imported but it was always at this time of year because you know it's seasonal right it's when they are ripe i guess i don't know and so they would come in in big you know, on the ship, and it would be exciting. Everybody would rush to their local produce. <laughs> there would be ads being exactly. like, the Japanese oranges are here. Woo, they're here, they're here. And everybody would get so excited. 
And even as a kid, you know, growing up in the 80s, I kind of remember that because in the 80s, you couldn't get them all year round. Very that only started enough. happening in the 90s. And so for me, it's still kind of this special idea. Look, I forgot that it was a special thing. And I I sort of, I almost kind of wish that it still was. I guess a little bit of it, like I, I don't really buy mandarin oranges until the holiday season. Those California cuties, yeah, we get those. They're easy to peel for the kids, okay? Uh, so those are great. I love them. But I, I, I didn't fully appreciate it as well. It's a Western Canada thing. As well, like especially a Vancouver or British Columbia, Vancouver Island, this region thing. I was like, oh, yeah, Mandarin oranges, people all around the world must celebrate Christmas with them. (laughs) And he said, no, it's like they were shipped to Vancouver and then put on trains and then just, you know, until they sold out, which was about as far as Winnipeg, you know, and you're like, oh, it's a Western Canada thing. Mm, And they are delectable and delicious. Oh, now I want to go buy some. Kara Suzanne, she's getting a little bit of a sunrise this morning. Look Ooh. at that. Jeremy, it's been like 12 or 14 days without yeah. a sunrise, but look, I can start to see it now. <laughs> a little break in the action. Yeah. MGMT doing electric feel at 731 here. You're listening to the early show on 127 The Peak. We were talking about uh, Christmas oranges, mandarins, uh, Satsuma. Oranges, right? That's, I think, what they're called, right? Yeah, that's right. Or or sometimes called Japanese oranges. Japanese oranges. And I never fully appreciated it. I do remember as a kid, you know, my parents would come home grocery shopping late November, maybe early December, and, and they'd bring that, you know, cardboard crate from when we grew up. Yep. In the olden days, it was a wood crate mm-hmm. filled with those paper-wrapped oranges, and we'd just be like, right on. You know, me and my brothers, my sisters, just like, eat them all back. And off to the grocery store again, you go and get some more. I never fully appreciate it. We, you can get them all year now. Yes. Yeah, right? so like, I don't it think about it too much. No, although I realized, and we got a text at 280 from Kelly, who says, I still only buy and look forward to mandarin oranges around this time of year. Can't seem to break that cycle. And I realized I'm, I'm that, you know, I, sort, I still think of this as mandarin orange season even though you can get similar style of oranges all year round now yeah but to me this is the time and i look for those but you know you look for the cardboard boxes with the green paper like right yeah so pepper texts in to say yeah. uh getting the uh wrapped in the green paper you'd eat too many and get sick wow, mm, uh, get sick yeah. i think you could always manage one more <laughs> you can always fit one more in uh, suzanne says uh she's from edmonton and we said it's a wet definitely a western canada uh, kind of tradition, Western Canadian. Christmas only for mandarin oranges. And how about having to dig through the oranges wrapped in paper to check if any of them were run, right? They came on a boat, right? Uh, from Japan and from China. Uh, you had to dig through the paper and see if any of them were run. She said one time she found one that was completely black. I remember yes. that. That's part of the fun. It's like, where's the black one? Where's the rotten one? We need to get rid of the moldy, fuzzy one. Because then, of course, that one puts all the others at risk. Yeah, does one one bad orange spoils the bunch. I think that's the saying, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Leslie writes in to say, ah, yes, the um, the chocolate version. Terry <laughs> chocolate orange is best part of Christmas. Now, you eat too many of those, and that will definitively give you a stomachache. Yes, hi. I'm, you asked me to call if I'm near the barge. Yes, we did. You Are you near the barge? I'm looking at it. It's right in front of me. Okay, good. And is it still on the shore? Oh, yes. All right, all right. Now, I'm looking at the live cam, and it's and it looks like there's some kind of crane apparatus not far from the barge. True. 
Okay, so are we thinking that, like, is there any action? Are there any workers looking like they're getting ready to pull the crane in and haul <laughs> the barge away? Well, I tell you, the wind is so high, I would be very surprised if they get it off the rocks. The wind is pushing it right against the shore. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. And it is very windy down there right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you, do you want the barge to remain as a permanent art installation in Vancouver <laughs> and a monument, or do you want it yeah. removed? Put the lights on it. Let's enjoy it for the season. Right? Lights at this time of year would look fantastic. This is Eric live reporting. Action 1027 News. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. My pleasure. Okay, it's the end of another Mighty Fine podcast. Podcasting is a proud and noble tradition. We'd love to uh, be able to share it with you. Please like, subscribe, comment below, tell a friend, share I like all those words. I think I said them a few times. But I you think know you got. I, mean. I think you got the general gist of it. Also, <laughs> feel free to listen to our live radio program, six to ten a.m. Monday to Friday at one hundred two seven The Peak in Vancouver. You can stream it at thepeak.fm. You want to get those chips? You got to tweet at the show. What should they tweet at us today about? Um, what's your favorite orange at Christmas? Chocolate, mandarin. Or other. <laughs> uh, it's at Karis Hogg. C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. Karis Hogg. And I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Easy peasy. What's your favorite orange? Mandarin, chocolate, or other? And you could get yourself the chips. Uh, I guess we'll call that a show today. we got to go interview Lumineers now. What? Yes, what? That's, I love Lumineers so yeah, much. Yeah, me too. That's fun. They're going to be playing the Grey Cup on Sunday. Right. New record comes out in January called Brightside. We're yeah. playing the single right now. Band's hot. Band's yep. hot to trot. Yeah, and we're going to be chatting to them. So we've got to go figure that out. And then we're hopping on the old uh, television box there with Mo Amir. We're going to film. We're going to tape. Tape. That's what we say in TV. We don't say film. We're going to tape. Mm-hmm. our segment uh, this afternoon and then we'll be showing up on your television box check television from Vancouver Island uh, on Sunday night at 7 right Does yes and Ooh. then I do believe that it'll be posting it on YouTube yeah probably on the old so. YouTube as well it's a popular yeah. place for videos these mm-hmm. days mm, really alright guys we'll this again tomorrow bye bye see ya nothing can kill the grimace alright we're done here